Hello, 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 all my beautiful and wonderful friends from the internet. It is so amazing to be back here with y'all. Again, I'm super, super excited to have you here in the presence of the Reddit podcast. Anyways, okay, uh, that was a little bit of an odd intro, but anyways, I'm so glad again to have y'all back. Um, so welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast, where we where we read and react to comments from r slash ask Reddit. I am your humble and honored host, Luke Dick. Uh, remember, if you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating, and also please leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Well, actually, never mind. Let me ignore that I said that. Um, used to post, but... I can't keep it up anymore. I'm too busy. Um, but I might as well say that if you have something interesting to say or just something to say at all about one of the comments or one of the questions that we read on this show, make sure to comment it on my YouTube channel uh, at Reddit Asks Us on YouTube, and I will read your comment out on the next episode. Uh, we didn't have any comments for last week, but that is cool, guys. I know you are all still listening. I know this is a busy time of the year for people, especially if you're in school like myself. There's a lot of uh, midterms going on and all, all that sort of jazz, so I know not everybody can make the time to be able to comment on YouTube, but remember to please like, comment, and subscribe, and if you're watching an Apple Podcast, uh, please leave us that rating, man. The rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, man, that shit helps a lot. Uh, it really does. So I want to thank anybody who's leaving ratings. It really, really helps. So yeah, we have no comments from last week's episode. So we can just jump in to today's episode. So today's episode, uh, and the question is, what do you think every American person has in their household? I kind of chose this one because it's like, I'm from Canada. And yeah, Canada and America are definitely different, but I would say there's a bigger difference between a country like, so in North America, you got Canada, you got America, and you got Mexico, right? And I would say that there's bigger differences between a country like America and a country like Mexico than there are differences between a country like Canada and a country like the United States. Uh, we have pretty much almost everything in Canada that they have in the United States, although there are just little things here and there that are different. We have, you know, a lot of Canadian companies that they don't have in the United States, obviously, because they're Canadian companies. But, you know, there's a... Uh, Canada and America are, are very different, but also... Well, slightly different, but they're also very similar as well. Like, most people, I mean, other than some of the slang terms that I say and some of the way that I might say things, especially when I'm talking to my friends, uh, people would be able to be like, oh, yeah, you're definitely Canadian. Or there's some words that we say, but other than that... Uh, if I if I can think about it and focus on it if I, in a conversation long enough, I could probably hold up as American. Um, but anyways, yeah, what do the people around the world think that Americans have in their household? So the first comment comes from Honey Rose eighty eight X, peanut butter. Reply from T Blue Lava. I'm an American, and it's rare that we don't have peanut butter in my home. Honey Rose 88X says, because you're sensible and it's delicious. Uh, then we have another reply from Agreeable Lime 7737. It's so strange that people in other countries don't really eat much of it. I eat some every day. Putting a little dab of it on a square of my dark chocolate is my favorite thing. Excuse me. Um, peanut butter is very, very popular here. I am actually allergic uh, to 
peanuts of all sorts. Uh, peanuts, any nuts, really. I'm allergic. But my family love, my family loves peanut butter. Anything to do with my mom is just ridiculous with, she, she loves peanut butter. She'll just eat a spoonful of peanut butter and that'll be like lunch. She'll have bananas and peanut butter. Peanut butter bananas is like, like when she, when no one's home and she doesn't have to cook for anybody, she makes herself peanut butter and bananas and that's all she'll eat. Um, but yeah, peanut butter is extremely popular and Nutella and all things nut paste related. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a very popular thing here, but I have to say, I love the smell of peanut butter. I can't get enough of it. It is such, it is such a frustration. It makes me mad every single day that I can smell peanut butter and be like, holy fuck, but yet I can't ever, ever eat it. Not once. It smells so good. And you know what also smells insanely good? And it's something that is like, well, it's, uh, it's debatable how good for you, for you it is, depending on how much you eat of it. But I guarantee you, I would be eating salted nuts every single day if I could. They smell unreal. And I can just imagine what they taste like. Oh my god. But yes, peanut butter is an extremely popular thing. Uh... I remember growing up in school, you know, obviously, I'm the kid with the peanut allergy, so everyone's got to be aware, oh, if you're eating peanut butter, stay away from Luke. Mm. I never really cared that much, I just made sure to keep things to myself, and I don't accept, you know what, you know what the stupidest thing about some people with peanut allergy is, is, I do not, if you're a person with a peanut allergy, you are so dumb, if you accept food from people, especially desserts, that you just don't know. I, I've, I, I've, I've heard about people, and uh, like, look, even on Reddit, on Instagram, um, heard about it on TV, heard about it from people, that people with a peanut allergy will just eat things, and then they'll have an allergic reaction. You, if you have a peanut allergy and you're doing this, you need to rethink your existence. That is some natural selection at play right there. I'm going to tell you this. If you're a person with a peanut allergy, you never accept food. You don't, you just, especially dessert. You, you always either have to ask, you let them know beforehand before people cook something, or you just don't accept it. I don't understand. Who just willy-nilly accepts Except there's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where this where where Richard Lewis's girlfriend eats a eats a brownie that that has peanuts in it, or the dinner or something that they ate had had nuts in it, and it's like, how do you do you not ask? Do you not like every time I go somewhere and I'm eating food, I always ask the chef, even if I'm eating normal things at a restaurant, even if I go to an Italian restaurant or something, I say, is there any nuts in this? I have a nut allergy. Man, you always got you got to do your due diligence, my friends. You got to do your due diligence. If you're not asking, you're just accepting random food. If you have a nut allergy, sorry, bro, you gotta go. Another reply from Pool Boy Q. That's actually like a super dope name, Pool Boy Q. Um, play on words from School Boy Q, rapper. In case anyone don't doesn't know who that is, uh, do Europeans not like peanut butter? I assume it's sweeter over here or something because I watched a video of Europeans trying peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and none of them liked it. 
HoneyRose88X says, It's available, but it's not something everyone would have in their cupboards. I associate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich as a part of U.S. culture as well as a grilled cheese. Smashing, smashing sandwiches, to be fair. I'm partial to both. So, it's weird, though, because I, I, I almost expect every single person that I know. Like, I, I've gone over to friends' houses. And they'll just like whip out the peanut butter, make a peanut butter sandwich super casually. I it's it's surprising to me that that's not a thing in other places. But for all my UK listeners and Australian listeners, I know you guys use Vegemite and Marmite on your on your on your as condiments or whatever on your toast or whatever you guys eat. And I've heard that it's just like super salty, which is so on the contrary. To, to things that we would put on as, as a condiment, like a saltiness on your toast or something. It's just not something that would be necessarily intuitive for people over here. It's, it's mostly peanut butter. It's the sweetness, the creaminess, I guess. I don't really know what it tastes like, but I'm only basing it off of the smell and the look. But yeah, it is definitely a staple thing, as well as a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is like the easiest thing to make. You, wanna, you want to eat? Craft dinner grilled cheese. There you go. Uh, next one we have here comes from Paige Lee. Came here looking for jokes. Found a bunch of people describing my home. Reply from Dave Job. Peanut butter, shoes indoors, garbage disposal, basement, ranch, guns, Bibles, top loading washer, American flag? Uh, shoes indoors this one has always been weird i don't know how common this is in america or what places in america why are you wearing your sh dirty shoes inside your house that doesn't even, that doesn't even make a remote amount of sense and i think this is also this has been ingrained to me because my mother was and is very extremely particular about their floor their floor it's it's like mom okay Maybe you should consider a floor that isn't made out of eggshells. Like she's like my mom. Mom was like, <clears throat> "All right, Lucas. So we're getting we're getting a new floor. Uh, don't spill anything on it. Um, you know, try not to walk on it if uh, your feet are hot. You know, it'll damage the floor. Um, you know, really try not to. Don't wear of course any any slippers or slides. Don't wear those. You know, it's gonna scuff up the floor. You know what? Actually, don't even really walk on the floor." I don't really think you should really be walking on the floor. Yeah. So if you could just levitate, you know, uh, just, just float above the floor, that would be great. That would be awesome. Yeah, just don't touch the floor. It's very delicate, very sensitive floor. Yeah. What is the deal with this? Why, why is it so hard to get a durable floor? But anyways, I digress. <clears throat> why would you want to track your dirty shoes and all the places that you've been into your house that makes it so much more difficult to it makes your house dirty number one and so many american households have carpet like what the hell you're literally putting dirt in fabric on the floor how does that make any logical or rational sense at all shoes indoors weird shoes indoors absolutely weird very weird how are you gonna clean it what if it's wet outside? You're going to get water all over the floor and mud and dirt. Ugh. I don't know how many American houses that actually is, but for all the Americans that do that, I know what's a thing in like New England, I think, where people do that type of stuff in like New York and all that thing. So what are you wearing shoes inside for? Take them off. That's what, the, that's what the shoe rack is for. That's what the 
what's that little thing called next to the door where you put your shoes on? Nah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, very weird, very weird. And it's weird because it doesn't make logical sense. A lot of, some of the stuff doesn't necessarily have to make logical sense, but that one, very weird. Um, next one comes from C. Byam. Multiple different types of weird sauces. This is, this is facts. My dad, my parents, it's like a thing. It's like a, I think that's a thing for, for like white people. They just like collecting sauce from all over. That's what happens when you reach like 30 as a white person who lives in America or Canada. You just, you just like sauce. You just get an affinity for collecting weird sauces. It's like, it's like alcohol or like whiskey or something or craft beer. Like you, you just have to, you have to go out and find the most obscure sauces. My dad is just like a, well, it was actually, it was actually kind of tragic because when, uh, some of my listeners, some of my new listeners may not know about this, but back in 2021, um, in January, uh, we had this house fire at my house and it was in our, it was in our kitchen pantry is where it started. It was electrical fire. So it wasn't like any, it wasn't anyone's fault. Uh, but, but everything in our pantry basically got destroyed and my parents had these this collection of sauces for these like hot sauces and just different sauces from anywhere we've gone mexico uh from a bunch from europe you know like all over the place and my especially when my parents have traveled they love getting sauce my dad is always trying to look for sauce right especially like some sort of hot sauce or something and uh all of them all of them got destroyed years years worth of of collecting sauces years worth that like I must have been 20 plus years my dad had been collecting a bunch of these sauces and they were all just gone (laughs) yeah and uh what are you gonna do like they're gonna they're gonna like and especially when you get reimbursed for that stuff they're gonna like look at a oh you lost 40 bottles of hot sauce how much is a bottle of Tabasco? That's what we're going to give you for every sauce, even though some of these sauces were wildly too expensive for what you're getting. But yeah, that's a definitely a weird sauce thing. Uh, the, 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 the white people like the sauces. Um, St. Ernest says, uh, they take up a quarter of my fridge. I didn't realize this was weird. Um, Dexter Botwin says, don't let the king of England barge into your fridge and shame you. Freedom is weird, man. Uh, Buster Bluth with so many sauces, an entire refrigerator door with sauces. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's extremely common, especially, yeah, you got the, you open up the fridge, sauce on sauce, my friends. And there's also like... I was talking more about just different hot sauces and bottles of sauce, but also there's a lot of like sauces in the fridges that people have, you know, like people got like the biggest man, the biggest one is, is ranch, dude. My sister is like, Oh my God. It's, 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 it's a strange thing. It's a very strange thing, but it's like white people are known for like stealing other cultures. And I think we just like go around picking what we like out of the cultures, you know, Oh, this is your. This is a sauce. Well, I'll take it. You know, and that just became, basically becomes our our sauce culture, is just taking stuff from other people. Um, 
So the next one comes from T Dog 1967. As an American, I was expecting guns, but ranch dressing hurt for some reason. Yeah, it's uh I guess ranch dressing really isn't that big of a thing in other places, but like my sister, so the I this is this is probably other than like your classic pepperoni pizza and meat pizzas, one of the most popular pizzas out here is chicken bacon ranch. People love it. It's the CBR. That's what people call it. Chicken bacon ranch. Every single time, bro. If it's not, let's just get a cheese pizza, a pepperoni pizza. The next response is, oh, like 90% of the time, chicken bacon ranch. Chicken bacon ranch. People just love. And then, you know, not only that, people will get a chicken bacon ranch pizza and put ranch, more ranch on the pizza. This is something my sister does. It is revolting. I personally, I'm not a fan of ranch. I don't know. It feels too, uh, I don't know. I just don't like the flavor. But people use ranch dressing on everything, man. People put ranch dressing on fucking toast, man. People will put that shit on anything. Uh, I I always see people, uh, maybe for some of you UKers, uh, or you Brits, or you Aussies, or some of my other listeners, maybe from Germany, or where wherever you may be listening to the podcast from, if you might think a, some ranch dressing is appealing, here's the easiest way to test and see if you like ranch. Go out and buy like a vegetable, a vegetable um, assortment from your local grocery store. You know the ones that got carrots, the celery, you know the the broccoli, the cauliflower. Go and buy one of those, and then go buy some ranch dressing. And dip those vegetables uh, into the ranch dressing. And that's how, honestly, the most common way that I see people eating ranch dressing is in... They just dip it in their vegetables in the ranch dressing and they're flying. They will eat an entire thing of vegetables just to devour a bottle of ranch. I think that's the only way Americans and Canadians really get their their vegetable... uh, uh, their their servings of vegetables, their their uh, their daily allotment of how much vegetables they're supposed to eat is literally just accompanies ranch. There's just no other way they could possibly eat vegetables. Is they they'll eat an an entire. They won't touch a vegetable. They won't even look at a vegetable, unless there's some sort of ranch or sauce or something with it. They'll they'll let me tell you this. They'll eat a whole thing of vegetables just to devour a bottle of ranch. And then when they see that they haven't quite eaten all the vegetables, they go get another bottle of ranch just to finish off the vegetables. It's, it is, it's a sight to see, my friends. It is an absolute sight to see. Next one uh, comes from Joe Tieso. Drywall. Lots of of drywall. This one confused me because I don't think anyone said what else people's houses are made out of. I think one of them, one of the comments might have said stone, but I've, I've, I don't know if I've, like, I mean, I've been to the States a lot. I've, I've never really been, I've never been to Europe. I've never been to the UK. So I've never really gotten the chance to experience what other places look like in terms of like their living areas. But this was so confusing. Uh, what else do you make a wall out of? But so we got a reply here from Galgal12. 
It's fire safety. Our houses are built out of wood, not stone. Even the brick ones just have brick on the outside. Drywall is gypsum plaster between two sheets of paper to give it strength so that it can be made into 8 by 4 segments used in construction. Back to safety, gypsum plaster absorbs water from the air and can take 2 plus hours to burn through. So it gives you crucial time to exit a house during a fire. Wow, <clears throat> that's very interesting. Uh, reply from uh, uh, Dirty Old Bastard 77 It's very common here in Norway in somewhat newer houses, but in a bit older house, it's quite unusual. Yeah, that, that, that seems odd. Uh, why you wouldn't have drywall? It just I never knew that it would just be directly made of stone. Like a house would just be like made of stone. That just would never have occurred to me. Um, Nutty Butts says, apparently they tried to put drywall in new homes in the UK, but people kept eating it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you all those, all my British listeners, all right, let me tell you this right now. I know this is a pressing issue in the UK. It's absolutely pressing, all right. This is an issue that's at the forefront of our society, all right. This is an issue we've got to focus on. And this, when the next parliament comes up for election, we got to put in a new government that's going to really focus in on getting people to stop eating a drywall, all right? got to stop eating that drywall. This is by far the biggest problem that's facing the UK right now, all right? Is this fucking drywall. you got to stop eating it, all right? That's, it's just, you're munching down, all right? It's just not, it's not sustainable. I know it tastes amazing. I know, I know how good it tastes to the UK palate, all right? All my UK brethren out there, I know how amazing that drywall tastes, but it's not good for you, all right? You can't digest it, okay? So we've got to switch it up. We've got to switch it up. Got to start eating normal food, all right? Back to bangers, back to the mash, all right? Back to the old, good old days. Got the fish and the chips, all right? The normal food, no more drywall. We've got to make a pact. We've got to get government really focus on this new issue. Yeah, you weirdos, eating all that uh, drywall. No, I'm just kidding. Americans. Um, I think I looked at a new recent study that says Americans 10 times more likely to eat drywall than the rest of the world. America's got some problems. No, I'm just kidding. I love all you Americans. Um, I'm, and I like my, I like everyone. I love everyone in my audience. I love humans. I don't care where you're from, but I'll make fun of where you're from. Come on. Canada is like one of the easiest countries to pick on. Um, Alter Edward comments a sofa that faces a studio audience uh donned messed it up says or done messed it up when you walk into your living room and you hear the applause it really helps you get through your day hey man america is the home of hollywood okay what where do all the where do all the reality tv shows come from america you got to be prepared at any moment as an American citizen for a camera crew to just burst in your house and start filming. It's actually quite common, you know. Um, not as much in Canada, but 
I do have some American friends, you know, they're always staying on their toes, you know, you got to always be on your toes, right? So living in the mountains, always got to be prepared for bears, right? Got to carry the bear spray. You know, if you're your average American, you always must be prepared for a reality TV show. They're just going to start filming. They just barge in your house. You know, they're always kind of tr trying to create new TV. Everything is TV in America. Everything is TV. Life is TV. So uh, the couch that faces the studio audience, I mean, it's actually good planning if you really think about it. It's actually uh, proactive thinking, right? You're getting ahead of the curve. Because who wants to come in to your house, you know, as a film crew, and you don't have your, you don't have your, your couch set up? You know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be re resetting, redesigning your house. Come on, you gotta have that stuff ready. In America, you gotta be prepared, right? America's always about, Americans are always about preparedness, right? Whether it's, you know, uh, revelation, or, no, not revelation, what the fuck is the day called? What do you Christians believe? Um, uh, the rapture, or whatever. Um, the, the end of the world. You guys are always prepared for the end of the world, stocking up on things. Well... You also got to be prepared for that juicy, juicy reality TV. What's the next headline? Maybe it's you. Maybe you're part of it. That's just something you got to be aware of and prepared for in America. It's honestly good good thinking, really. Uh, so props out to you. Uh, next one comes from DW87190. The garbage disposal thing I always see in shows and movies. Man, well, let me just read off a couple other comments. Chaotic says... You know what? That shit both scares me and surprises me. America is the country where you can win a lawsuit after putting an explosive substance in a microwave because the warning letter didn't specifically say not to put explosives in the microwave, yet somehow they have put high-velocity sharp blades in their sinks. I can only imagine how many idiots have lost fingers because of this shit. I... This is something I have always found weird. What is that for? I don't understand. My parents have always told me to never put garbage down the sink. And I guess we were always a family. And this is kind of getting more common in Canada. And it's kind of has been common for a decent amount of time. But composting. Because a lot of people say, oh, you put like bones or something down there. And it, and it grinds up your bones and shit. What about a compost? Get a compost. Okay? It's a little bag that you put under your sink. And the bag is biodegradable. And you put all your food waste in that little bag, and then you have a directed compost, either whether that's a composting machine that you have at your house, or uh, it's a, a compost, an actual dedicated composting uh, bin that you put on the street that the garbage people come and co collect the compost. Uh, it makes much more sense to do something like that than to just like shove it down the sink. Like, ugh, look at all the grease that's attached to that shit. It's going to fuck up your uh, your pipes, man. But, uh, yeah, I never understood that. They seem so dangerous. And it's a... You're going to make it look like a light switch? Come on. What a what a non-intuitive design. Turn on the lights on here. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that at all. I'm kids, man. Kids are always doing weird shit. What happens when one of, the, one of those kids oh, falls in the sink? Chops his hand off. I used to get bathed in a sink as a kid. I always get washed in a sink. I'm not trying to be in a sink and lose my freaking butt cheek. 
This is dangerous. Um, replying to what uh, Chaotic said, FN or so F Nordgall says a lot of that reputation for excessive litigiousness is undeserved. Frankly, this is talking in regards to lawsuits. A large part of the reason Americans sue more often is because this country is less strict about many industries and business regulations than most of Europe. And the assumption is that people who are harmed will seek remedy through the courts. Many of the things Americans sue over would not have been allowed in the first place in other regions. For obvious reasons, corporations have an incentive to portray lawsuits against them as frivolous and unreasonable, and they have large PR budgets to ensure that many people hear the side of their story. Sometimes this involves emphasizing the cases of genuinely frivolous lawsuits while passing over legitimate ones in silence. Sometimes it involves outright dishonesty. This is a well known phenomenon in the legal field enough so that it has its own derogatory nickname tort tales i've never heard about that but i remember you watch so much american tv as a kid and uh, i remember you telling my mom like as a kid oh, i'll just sue him come on mom why don't you sue him and my mom was like honey you can't sue you can't just sue someone our courts don't work like that we don't we don't it's not america we can't just up and sue somebody in America, there's a lot more rights to be able to do something like that. But then again, corresponding to the fact that there's a lot more rights for companies to pretty much do whatever they want. And then when people suffer because of those things, people have the right to sue. So, in a, you know, and people would argue it balances each other out, I would say. Yeah, I doubt it. But, um... This, so, well, uh, maybe I'll just give the next reply because this is kind of a good example. Marla Hooch, Space Cat, that poor woman who burned from the McDonald's coffee is a famous example of this. R. Sifty uh, says, I remember hearing about uh, that in high school. It was such a joke. Then I took a business law and her case came up. Holy shit, that would be awful to get hurt so bad and then basically be made fun of because McDonald's wants to make you look like some Sue happy jerk. Now, t- Fodtog says third degree burns that melted her pants onto her genitals and she only initially wanted $20,000 which would only cover her medical costs McDonald's offered her something like 600 bucks the millions initially awarded from the jury on their own accord uh, the millions initially awarded from the jury on their own accord a judge overruled the amount and it was eventually settled out of court for an undisclosed sum yeah, I remember thinking that thing was a joke as well, but uh, it actually is real. It it was real. This woman did sue McDonald's because their coffee was so ridiculously hot, and I guess she spilled it on herself and uh, fused her, I guess, her genitals to her pants. That's terrible. I don't even want to imagine what that would have been like. Um, but hey, you got the right to sue. So if you want to sue McDonald's for their coffee being too hot, by all means, that's your goddamn American right. That's your right as an American. I always like to make fun of those American truck commercials where they got Sam Elliott, the guy, like every Western narrator ever. Back in 1945. No, it wouldn't be 1945. Back in the days of 1845. Although it's always the, it's always the truck commercials, so it's always like... This new, this year's new Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the Dodge Ford Ram 700,000. 
with 18 pounds of horse meat directly injected into your engine, and it'll make you drive 17 times faster. With this year's brand new Truck Winner Competition Awards, the new F1 Ford Ram, built like an American. <laughs> That's, I don't know, he's like the most classic American person I can like think of. But uh, next one here comes from Janonymous, one, two, three, four, plastic bags. You know, this is interesting, plastic bags were a very much a thing in Canada as well for quite a long time until only recently have pretty much every single grocery store in this country have pretty much stopped using plastic bags entirely, opting for paper bags, which are terrible. I do have to admit, paper bags are bad. Honestly, they shouldn't even give bags at all, to be honest. I really don't think the grocery store should be giving bags. I think they should be selling reusable bags because paper bags, number one, like, I mean, of course it's paper better than plastic, but it's still coming from, you're still whacking down all these trees to make up for the all the plastic you lost. So whereas, you know, you're manufacturing something before, that's terrible. Now you're just cutting down more trees for bags that suck and nobody wants to use them, but they're forced to use them because they can't use plastic bags instead. Just opt to use nothing, all right? Nothing is better than paper bags and plastic bags. Well, I, I've completely just switched over to reusable bags, you know, recently, you know, especially because living over here in Nova Scotia, we're by the ocean, so they've been uh, off the plastic bag train for quite a while because, uh, you know, you don't want uh, to pollute the ocean with plastic. Uh, a growing problem, and it's been a problem in our society for quite a long time, so we don't want to contribute to that issue. But your plastic bags, man... I, uh, if there's still a thing in America, if you're an American listening to this, just go to a store and buy reusable cloth bags. They are much more convenient. They hold way more. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just better. You don't have to get plastic bags every single time. You know, then what do you do with all those old plastic bags? You just, they sit in your house. You just have a bag full of plastic bags. That's what happens. It's useless. Just, just go out and buy the cloth bags. You need like eight of them, and that's it. You'll buy them once, and just bring them to the grocery store. And then the nice thing is too, is when I'm in the grocery store, I just like bring those bags, and then I'll just start putting my groceries in the bags directly. Um, anyways, I think I should probably wrap up this podcast. There's actually a lot of really great comments under this subreddit for this week, but. I got to wrap it up. I got things to do, folks. I'm a busy, busy guy. All right. So um, thank you all for listening to the Reddit Asks Us podcast, where we read and react to comments from r slash ask Reddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you like on watching on YouTube, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you, get, else you get your podcast, please make sure you leave us that rating. And also, please leave us that review. It helps us out so, so very much. And... Uh, yeah, you. if you have a, something interesting to say or a comment that you want to talk about, make sure to leave that comment under the latest video, uh, and I will read your comment live, or not live, I will read your comment on the next episode of the show. So uh, if you got something to say, please leave that comment on my YouTube channel, at Reddit Asks Us, and I will read that out 
I want to thank every each and every single one of my beautiful people who turns and in, tunes into this show every single week. You li- you people are amazingly wonderful human beings, and I am so very thankful to have you listening all to my show uh, because it is it is I'm very grateful for that. It's 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 uh it's quite an honor to have people actually tune in and listen to the show and appreciate the the work. So I uh, I love every each and every single one of you. And uh, I really, really uh, am looking forward to seeing you uh, next week. Please comment on my YouTube channel and leave us a rating. Love you. Bye-bye.